Welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is episode 206. I'm your host, Chris Britton. I'm back, so let's go. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. I am back, ladies and gentlemen, from the great beyond over across the pond. But uh, joining me in the studio today is my sexy ranch hand co-host, Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. Let's start off with what made us happy this week, and uh, we'll go from there. We've got some cool stuff on this episode, including some, well, by some I mean a lot of figure previews, but let's, how about, how about you start it off? With the figure previews? Or the... What made you happy? <laughs> ha! Oh, yeah, I had a pretty uh, pretty bad week, all things considered. Like, so, just sort of super quick... I had oral surgery, and like earlier in the day, I went to the bathroom, and when I went to get some soap, it instead of spraying down, it sprayed up at my shirt, and I realized that's just the kind of day I'm going to have. And so, finally, on Monday, I was good enough to talk to actually audition for a musical, and somehow I got a role, so that made me pretty happy, from mumbling the entire week to, uh, to being cast. That's pretty exciting. What was the role for? What was the name uh, of the production? I it guess? was Guys and Dolls is the name of the musical. It's pretty old, yeah. but apparently it's quote-unquote classic. Uh, so I got Lieutenant Brannigan, the police officer in the musical. Sweet. Well, I'm glad that made you happy at least. So there's that. Absolutely. Uh, Regalus. Tales of a stranger in a strange land. Oh, okay. So uh, if this is the first time you are listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. Um, I mentioned on a previous episode that I was going to be gone for a while. Uh, it was supposed to be 12 days, but it ended up being 13 days. We got stuck in Athens for an extra day, which was not bad, actually. We had a, a decent time on the extra day. Uh, but we went from, let's see, Chicago to Toronto, Toronto to Athens, Athens to Bulgaria, no, Santorini, which is also Greece. Uh, then to Bulgaria, then to Egypt, and then backtracked all the way back home. So um, it was pretty crazy. I, I started getting travel fatigue after about the 10th day. So um, I, I was ready to come home, but uh, briefly we will talk about a couple of things that happened because I, I was just, it was a really great experience and I love traveling. That puts me up to 15 other countries than the United States I've been to at this point. So. I'm just chalking up, like, those things on my list and, like, every major landmark in the world. I'm just trying to, like, knock off the list. So I did get to see uh, the Parthenon on top of the Acropolis, which, which is in Greece, uh, as some people would know. And then also I got to see the Great Pyramids of Giza. I've got some pretty sweet pictures of Jalene and I on camels. So that was <laughs> that was kind of fun. Uh, Bulgaria is amazing. Uh, I, I really, really enjoyed Bulgaria a lot. Uh, part of which was because one thing people, I guess, just a little bit about me is that uh, once upon a time I tried to learn Russian, 
Uh, that's actually still on my bucket list of things to do. So I took a bunch of uh, Rosetta Stone courses and learned like the alphabets and in like specific words and specific words and. It, they actually started coming in handy <laughs> when when I nice. was in Bulgaria. So uh, about Bulgaria, it's actually very heavily influenced with um, Soviet Union. So nowadays Russian influence, and their alphabet is the same. So I was like walking around the streets of Sofia, which is their capital, and I was looking at words and I was like sounding them out in my head, and then I was like, oh. Okay, that's this word in English. So it didn't really come in handy that much, but one time it did because we were looking for um, Vasil Stadium, and we did, we had just gotten off uh, the metro, and I was looking for the stadium and I couldn't find it. I look up and there's a sign, and it literally just says "Stadium" <laughs> in Bulgarian, and I read it and I was like, "No way!" because there was an arrow, and I was like, "It's this way." Jaylene's like, "How do you know?" I was like, "That word. That's the word stadium." And she's like, oh, I was like, ah, it finally came in handy. All those Rosetta Stone courses. Um, so that was really cool. I, I got to drink quite a bit of alcohol while I was over there. I, now I'm one of those people that likes to sample alcohols from other countries just to see like and, and enjoy it, not just get drunk or anything like that. Um, so uh, there was a listener, and I, I Lance Miller maybe? Lance Miller. Uh Mythos beer over in in Greece. I did try that. It was a decent beer. Uh, I like that. So thank you for that. Uh, I got to try Ouzo, which is uh, uh, actually pretty awesome alcohol. That's a liquor in Greece as well as multiple Bulgarian beers. The food in Egypt, by the way, was fantastic. I don't know why I loved Egyptian food so much because I hated Egyptian heat so much. <laughs> But it was 101 degrees while we were there. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty horrible. Uh, but I, I really did have a good trip. I'm going to give it some time, too, because natural humans like to romanticize things. So the things that were good in your past will only, in your head, get better. Like, way better than what they actually were. But you'll always remember them as better. And then the things are bad, you'll remember them as worse later on. Ooh, so I'm, I'm waiting to... I'm, I'm going to give it like a month before I start really recollecting on some of these things to before I, I finalize my decision. I'd say uh, I'm definitely glad I went to all those places. Uh, and the biggest reason why is because when we were in Santorini, I actually proposed to Jaylene, and she said yes. Woo! So I am now engaged, and there's that. <laughs> so uh, that one will – Hopefully, be a good memory for me. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, right. But no, it was a good, good trip. But I am definitely glad to be back. By the way, I wanted to say that you did a good job on the episode. While hey, I was all going. right. Yeah, I got to listen to it when I was on a boat going across the Mediterranean. So uh, I, I got some entertainment out of that. So I appreciate that. Uh, but awesome. uh, we, let's let's jump into a little bit of why we are here, why we are a podcast. Dial H. Why are you, we here? Yeah, we, we like to bring you up to the information about the game of HeroClix and other nerd-related content. So I'm, I'm going to start off something a little bit different before we get into news because I just got back. I just picked it up today. Sitting in front of me right now is a brick of Avengers Infinity. So throughout the episode, and this is probably the first time this has ever happened to my knowledge, I'm going to do an unboxing on the episode as we're doing the episode 
And every one of these packs that I open up, I'm going to give you the chance to guess uh, what the Colossal is in it, just for funsies, as we go along. Awesome. Okay, well, let's get into some news. All right, got my first pack already started to get open, but the first bit of news that we need to get into is a very quick note from WizKids themselves. It's a Road to Worlds 2018 National Championship article that says, if you are going to UK Games Expo, which is June 1st through the 3rd, or Origins Game Fair, June 13th through the 17th, uh, there is a, there's a list of legal maps that you have to for your disposal. So uh, if you are going to play in those, you might want to look this article up real quick. It might come in handy and might prevent you from accidentally bringing an illegal map. That would be bad. You don't want to show up and do that. So uh, past that, we got a bunch of character previews. Uh, we are, because this is, everything got a little bit wonky with time and stuff like that. We know that there's more information out there, but we're going to try to make this a little bit shorter of an episode just because I'm trying to get back on a sleeping pattern that makes sense with where I live. Um, we'll do the con-exclusive stuff, but we're not going to do uh, any of the Turtle stuff or any of the news that has just come out about the upcoming Star Trek set. So, Calder, would you like to start us off on one of these con-exclusives? Yeah, absolutely. I really don't want to talk about Sarah, so I'm just going to skip, 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 <laughs> skip, skip you, skip her. There we go. The only one I really, really care about. So there's two figures I want stared up on Gwenpool. I'm going to talk about Gwenpool first. She's awesome. I wish she were a title character. She's not. She still plays really cool. She's got a great sculpt. She's got Batchrocks Brigade, Modox 11, and Assassin. All keywords I actually really like. She has a trait. You can have your own team. Can I be on it? Shape change and wild card. And she may instead choose a team ability an opposing character can use. I love that. Her top dial looks a little something like this. She has no special combat symbols except for Indomitable. She's got six range, double bolts. She's 85 points. She has running shot, energy explosion, toughness, and probability control. And that's for her first three clicks. All of those powers. Solid. 17-17, uh, 3-3-3. Uh, starts at an 11, goes to a 10, enters an 11. And then on her last two clicks, she gains a special attack, sorry, special defense and damage power, and she has sidestep and precision strike for her attack and movement powers, which are also the complete same on two clicks, so it's super easy dial to memorize. Her special damage, I'll just say really quick, I wanted to have a pink and white clicks, so she has ranged combat expert with ignores characters. Her defense power is, we're losing time to cheat! Super Senses. Once per turn, when an opposing character within range and line of fire rolls an attack roll and one of the die results is a 6, you may place a die showing a 6 on this card. When Gwenpool rolls for Super Senses, you may remove this die on the card and replace it with your Super Senses roll. As you know, Super Senses always succeeds on a 6, even if you have Precision Strike or whatever, so this can potentially be really good. It is nicely balanced because it's late dial, so she can't, like, start stacking up sixes. She's nice. She's balanced. I wish she were a title character to show how stupid broken she gets in her comic, but she's pretty fun. 
I do really like this figure. I'm dead serious. I am a big fan of the character from the comics. I didn't think I was going to be. I mentioned this before on the podcast, but Gwynpool is such a solid character that I'm glad that they gave her a hero click, and it's actually pretty good. <laughs> so I, I really do think this does capture the essence of what a con-exclusive figure should be. Oh, yeah. Oddball characters they throw into. Yeah. All right, so to get into this first pack, you want to take a guess on what the Colossal was? Absolutely, Dune Buggy. It is not Dune Buggy. It's actually Jakar. Uh, and then the rest of the pack was Iron Man, Star Fox, Black Widow, and Star-Lord. But I already just set me off on a really great um, thing to talk about. WizKids never ceases to amaze me in that I got two sets of cards. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. Uh, oh. there, there were ten cards in this pack. They're all the same. Doubles of each? Yeah, no, they're oh doubles gosh. of each. I have two Jakar cards now. I, if you are a listener and you got one of these mentioned figures, or one of these packs, and you didn't get any of these cards, you let me know and I will send you free of charge this pack of five <laughs> cards to match up to your missing figure. <laughs> Okay, well, good job, WizKids. Good job. Uh, let's get into Starro. This is a sweet sculpt, and this is not a reuse of a sculpt, right? The Starro is not a reuse, yes. It's got a nice, like, I-beam girder on there that's pretty cool. I like it. Uh, we have, like, five point lines on this guy, which is crazy. Uh, it's a two-by-two. Two. Uh, it has a quintessence team ability. And this thing is actually really, really cool. I'm not going to lie. And we're not going to get into every single one of the pieces that obviously comes with it. Uh, but I'll mention them briefly. So starting off with 300 points, we have, by the way, 10 range with three, four bolts. Is that three or four bolts? I think it's three. I think it's three, yeah. Yeah. Uh, nine speed with phasing, 12 attack with pin side, 19 defense with invincible, and four damage. Obviously, he's a colossal with a special damage power that is called Tentacle Attack Power. Make up to five close attacks. Characters may not be targeted more than twice during this action. After resolutions, choose one for each character that was hit during this action. Uh, place that character adjacent to Starro or heal Starro one click. So that's really cool. Like, really, really cool. I like this. Uh, let's see. So the first four clicks are going to be that 300-point line. Uh, second click line is 200 points, starts on click number 5. Instead of phasing, he has sidestep, 11 attack instead of 12, still with pensai, 18 defense with impervious, and 4 damage with the same damage power. Uh, number third, the three, third option, I'm sorry, is going to be 125 points. We have plasticity instead, quake instead, 18 with invul, 4 damage with outwit. And then when we get into the 100-point line, uh, oh, it, this is why I like this character so much. It plays entirely differently. It's, it's like an entirely different figure. So you can either play it this, like, big beefcake 300-point Starro, or you can play it this 100-point Starro that does entirely different stuff. So basically imagine as if it has a completely different dial. Uh, it starts with 6 speed with a special speed power called... Warp Loyalty, which gives him Sidestep, Mind Control. When Starro uses Mind Control, you may KO a Starfalite by 
That's how you'd pronounce that, right? Starophyte? No, Starophyte. 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 Bystander adjacent to an opposing character. If you do, Starro may target that opposing character regardless of range and line of fire. Um, Targets of Starro's mind control modify their defense by negative one for each Starophyte bystander adjacent to him. Adjacent to them, sorry. He has a special attack power with 11 attack that is called Starro's Spread. Whenever Starro hits, generate a Starro fight bystander adjacent to each hit character. That's awesome. Still with a 10 range, uh, 10, 10 range with 11 attack. So you're probably going to hit. You're going to be generating Starro fight bystander tokens. Uh, but then the attack power also has like three other things with it. Power. Generate three Starro fight bystanders. At the beginning of your turn, if there are six Starophyte bystanders on the map, heal Starro of one click. And maximum six Starophyte bystanders on the map. You may generate up to that number. Thank you for spelling that one up. That was in, that was in uh, parentheses, by the way. You may generate up to that number. Thank you. Yep. Um, but then he also has some Colossal Retaliation stuff. Um, his is not that good, if I remember correctly. It's been a few days since I read this. Uh, play Starro so that he can make an attack targeting the chosen character. Then Starro can use mind control at no cost, but mu- must target that character. So that's all he gets to do with that. But he does have 11 attack with mind control actually printed on the dial. And 17 defense, and that retaliation line is only 20 points. So the Starro fight um, bystander tokens are really, really plain. They have zero attack, zero damage. They're tiny characters with only 10 Defense, four speed with sidestep, and then uh, I don't know why. This must have been one of those characters that they made before they introduced the autonomous uh, new combat ability, but it does have a trait that says spawns of Starro. Starro fights actions do not count against your action total, so it's basically autonomous. Now, the rest of the thing that it comes with is Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, all in the same pack, and they're all super vanilla, and they all have, like, little star fights on their faces in the sculpts. So they're obviously, like, mind-controlled versions of the heroes. And the only complaint that I really have about this, because I really do think this is a very solid, like, con-exclusive. This is a purchasable one, so that's really cool. And I like the, the purchasable ones that gives you, like, a bunch of stuff all in the same box rather than just one figure. But it gives you, so this is five figures, one of which is the Colossal Starro. The only problem is, if you want to play them all on the same team, I think, if I add it up correctly, it's 750 points. Like, why didn't they just make it 700 or 800? Because this is just the kind of stuff that they do. So, what did, did you have anything good to say about this or bad? What are your thoughts on Starro? Uh, Starro's cool. I like Starro himself. All the figures or all the what-if sculpts reused. Not what-if, but Elseworlds sculpts reused, which doesn't really impress me. Their trait is pretty cool. They get to choose powers. It's kind of neat. I, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of the odd, the weird point value thing. I, mean, I understand that they have 125, 150, so technically you can still play them on an even team, but you can't play them at full points. Star is cool. His sculpt is cool. That's about it, yeah. Okay, well, uh, you want to take a guess on the second pack, Colossal? It's that Cree century. Uh, we got a giant girl. So I'm, I'm okay with that. We also have a Black Panther, a Hawkeye, a Mantis, and an Anti-Vision. 
But that's that pack. Why don't you hit us with the next con exclusive? All right. Sure. I will talk about... Let's do Bat Gordon. I was really excited when they introduced, when they first said they were going to make this figure, so I can't wait to talk about him. Batman. It's the cool Bat mech. It's sweet. He's got Batman family, Gotham City armor, police, and robots. He has eight clicks of life. He is the Batman ally and police team abilities. 150 points. He has giant damage civil and indomitable. Seven range, double bolts. I'll uh, go over his dial really quick. He's got a 12 running shot, 11 attack, pen blast, 18 defense with the impervious. Only a three damage, sadly. Uh, but the special damage power for his top two clicks is leadership and perplex, which is really good. And then after his first two clicks, which are all the same powers, he gets charge, super strength, and vulnerability. And then enhancement doesn't really work with charge, super strength, but sure, whatever. That's for his next three clicks. And then his last three clicks are sidestep, energy explosion, a special defense power, and close combat expert. Sidestep, close combat expert, great. And then energy explosion gives you some options. He has special damage powers, uh, defense powers, I'm going to talk about it, is ESD and toughness, so you can choose to keep him at range using energy shield deflection and uh, whatever, energy explosion, or you can just be like, I'm going to close combat expert, boom, some people, which totally works since he's going to have giant reach with his colossal, which is great. He has really cool trait, autonomous mode rookie, once per game generated Jim Gordon bystander. When that bystander is KO'd, deal Batman... One unavoidable damage. So it's kind of like killing the pilot, Jim Gordon himself, kind of messing with the whole flow of things. So what does Jim Gordon do? He has police team ability. He's got five range. He has sidestep, energy explosion, 17 defense with toughness, and two damage outwit. He's got a 10 attack and eight movement. Super solid, this entire piece. He is 150 points. It's kind of a lot, but Jim Gordon using the police team ability, also an outwit, plus he has leadership and perplex top dial. I really like this Batman, and I'm not even a huge Batman fan. I really might pick this figure up. I really like how he plays. He also has a Thundering for Line of Fire, because why not? Is this a purchasable one or winnable? I, uh, I think it's purchasable. Okay. This is actually a really solid figure. This is not the figure I'm hoping... Or you said purchasable? You think it is? I don't know. I'm, like, waiting for my computer to load the championships page again, because I just clicked off it. Right well, well, how about you take a guess on this uh, Pax Colossal? You got Giant Girl, and then you got Jakar. So now I'm going to say, I'm going to go for a super rare. You just got Living Tribunal. Holy crap, yeah, you guessed it right. Yeah! <laughs> so, good uh, good job, uh, and nailed it. The rest of the pack includes Thor, Tigra, Black Widow, and Antibody, so that makes our first duplicate for the Brick. But, yeah, Living Tribunal, super happy about that. I'm a genius. All right, I will move on to the next of our col- or, uh, of our con exclusives. That's going to be Hawk Girl, coming in at 75 points with the bombshells, past, and scientist keywords. I just want to start off by saying how sweet this sculpt is. It so, awesome. obviously, she's going to have the bomb on, on the dial, just like all the bombshells have. But it's Hawk Girl with, like, a jetpack, and she's, like, starting to shoot off the ground with this jetpack. It's actually really cool looking. Uh, she has the bombshell trait, which is the same as all the others, but I'll read it just for uh, posterity's sake. When Hot Girl makes an attack targeting an opposing character, give her a bombshell token free. If she has two action tokens, remove two bombshell tokens and make a close attack. Uh, she also has another trait. It's called Flight or Fancy. Sidestep. Free. 
Remove a bombshell token to use Perplex until your next turn, but only to target a character with the bombshells keyword. She has, I forgot to mention this, improved movement, ignores characters, and she, let's see, so top down she has, obviously fight, she's hot girl, 10 speed, hypersonic speed, 11 attack, which is naked, 18 defense with energy shield deflection, and a special damage power, 3 damage, and the, la the name of the special damage power is a lady of many titles and jail of all trades, it gives her empower and enhancement, so... She's not OP by any means, but at least it's probably the last bombshell. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before. Uh, last bombshell that we're ever going to get. I doubt they will make more, but it is a five-click long dial. She goes from the hypersonic speed running in and punching people running away to just a straight-up kind of what you would expect out of a hawk character, hawk girl, hawk guy, um, charge and toughness. And she has some precision strike. She, the last two clicks of her dial, she has two damage and uh, probability control. So there's that. But Also, yeah. for some reason, on her last click, she gets sidestep on her dial, even though she has it traded. Because why not, I guess? I don't know. Oh, good job. Good, well, good catch. Caller. It's but, weird. Yeah, good job, WizKids. <laughs> All right, good job. Uh, uh, yeah. Did your page load? It, no, actually, it closed off all my tabs, but I brought it up on my phone. Oh, I hate nice. my computer. Anyways, <laughs> moving on, since those are all the Nationals. Or those are the Nationals or all the Worlds? Uh, those are all the Worlds ones. These next ones are Nationals, I believe, yes. Yeah, good call. All right, cool. Uh, we have the Blackbird. Uh, man, I can't say enough good things about this, probably because I have no good things to say about it. Okay, hold on, before you, before you go that. Because this is like a wall of information. No, it is a wall. That's very true. But let's uh, jump in with another guess on the next pack. Okay. You already got your super rare. You just got two commons. So I'm going to say you're going to get a rare, which is going to be Ego Prime. It is not Ego Prime. It is actually Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Proceed with the chlorophyll. That's a... <laughs> Yeah, I would, uh, I don't know. If I pull any more of those, especially if I pull a dupe of Moon Girl Double Dinosaur, I'll be like, eh, I'm really oh, not hey, impressed. Oh, hey, actually, actually, there was some like good stuff in this pack. Oh, nice. I forgot that there were actually super rares that were not uh, large. All right. I, we, got, we got the Wasp! Hey, not bad. All right, all right. Good good stuff so far. She's solid. She's pretty good. Yeah, I like her. Um, Are you, are you thinking we're going to get a Prime or a Chase? Uh, I'm obviously hoping for a chase. I'm oh, yeah. going to get a chase. So I but can immediately if, sell it. But if, if we get a prime, I'm going to say you're going to get your super rare Starshine Ooh, prime. I like what you're putting down, Calder. I like what you're putting down. So, all right, hit me with this blackbird. Nice. So there, it's a blackbird. It's got 120 points, 100 points, and 55 points. Yes, it's a resource. It has flight and vehicle. It's got zero range. It's got a really cool X-Men transport prerequisite. So prerequisite, X-Men keyword, and then adjacent friendly characters modify their range by plus two, which is really good. You've got that eight range or seven range, whatever, Cyclops, super rare, sitting next to this thing, and he can shoot now for like nine or ten. I forget what his range is. Anyways, it has another trait, two traits. So fast doesn't even show up on the radar. Modify Blackbird's defense value by plus one if it moved during your last turn. So it's got a top dial 18 at 120 points. So that'll make it a 19, and it's stealthed to boot. And then it's good. Last trait is relax. I've survived more jet crashes than any human or mutant. 
When Blackbird is KO'd, wrecked in parentheses, a character with the X-Men keyword is the pilot. Do not roll the D6 after resolutions. Modify that character's comic value by plus one until the end of your next turn. So, X-Men characters do not take damage once the Blackbird crashes. There's also a little second part of this trait. If that character is also named Cyclops, instead heal him one click and modify his combat values by plus one, this, by an additional plus one. So he will have a plus two to his combat values. The trait has protective pulse wave, which is awesome. I love the Blackbird and all of that part. Absolutely love all of that part. It also has five passengers, by the way, which is very fitting. Top dial, we're looking at like a ton of clicks of stealth until click 13 it has stealth. It has invulnerability, toughness, toughness, and then it has ESD for the rest of the dial. And then it has, uh, I can't actually see its top dial damage power. It looks no, orange. Damage power is actually perplex. Perplex, nice. And then it has three clicks of enhancement, three clicks of outwit, and then three clicks of empower, and then three clicks of nothing. And also on its last three clicks, it becomes earthbound neutralized, so it's a grounded jet. Yeah, that I makes like, sense, though. It does make sense. I actually quite like that. Whenever a character who's, like, flying or something gets Earthbound neutralized, it's cool. I very much like that. I love all of that about the Black Jet. And now I'm going to get into something I don't love that much. Resource style. Uh, plus five points. I like resources. I'm okay with resources. I'm not okay with lazy writing on WizKids' part. Force construction. <laughs> it costs five cool. points. The Black Word can be played without it. But if you do, don't use the dial. Like, okay. Clicking the dial. This is going to sound familiar for anybody no. who's been around. When you, remove an, <laughs> when you remove an ID card from the game using its call and help ability, you may roll a D6 and turn this resource's dial clockwise that many times. When Blackbird clears action tokens or takes damage from an opposing character's tech, after resolutions, you may turn this dial once clockwise. Scoring. If the Blackbird is scored, the resources removed from the game and also scored. I have some time to help. Power. Choose an ID character from your sideline of equal or less points than the resource indicates. By the way, the resource goes up to a maximum of 300 at its 20th click. It goes up by 10 points, so it starts at 10, and then it just goes up by 10 from there. If the resource style indicates, place an ID card on the map. Place an ID character on the map adjacent to the Blackbird. Remove the ID card from the game. Then roll a D6. Turn the resource dial to click number matching the result, so it can obviously only go back up to 6. Add 1 to the result if it's a student ID card, so that's kind of nice. That character is no longer an ID character, can't use willpower, and is returned to your sideline if it would take damage. So, hello and welcome to the age of a weird pseudo-Quinjet. What I like is that it doesn't count as, like, eight whatever characters when counting for ID cards, so that's nice. But also, you get a real boy people in now, and bringing back a Wolverine or Cyclops, even if they're going to take damage and disappear the next turn, whatever, bringing them out can be really scary. Bringing out a Professor X, like that Juggernaut, and we're going to talk a little bit here soon about why that Juggernaut's so much better now. By the way, I called that Juggernaut's going to be an awesome call-in. Anyways... Bringing characters like that are going to be really scary. Thank goodness uh, the jet itself is only 120 points. Uh, so I, it can't exceed that normally, but once we get up to like the 300-point range, it's all bets are off. It's going to be crazy. There are no 300-point call-ins, so there's no King Thors or whatever we're going to be bringing in. But still, uh, it's basically going to be a 60 points of everybody's team, at least. right? For It's going to, be, it's going to create a very stale meta. 
for a while once this comes out. And I'm not for that. But other than that, <laughs> I like it. Uh. So uh, we I, I forgot to mention the other three characters that were in that last pack. Pip the, Pip the Troll, Vision, and Nova, which is the Sam Alexander Nova. Nice. Uh, move on to the next pack. Do you want to take a guess? Yes, and I'm 100% sure that you got Wasp, part of the Avengers. No, I already pulled her. Wait, Heart no, I didn't. That's you a lie. The super rare Wasp, the Nadia, whatever her name is. Wait, hold on. Let me check. I can't remember if I pulled the Wasp or Giant Girl. I'm super angry by that sculpture use, by the way. Giant, Giant Girl. Girl. <laughs> okay, it was Giant Girl. I preferred her look in the comics. Like, she does wear that uniform, like, once, but I prefer her having a mask with the weird antennae. I prefer that outfit so much more on that giant girl than the stupid, weird V shoulder pad thing. They just did it for sculpture use, and it bothers me. Sorry, it was good. Fair enough. Well, yeah. uh, we got a Hulk. It's the green one. Ah. Uh, coupled with a her, a moon dragon. A Captain America, which is the uh, Danielle Cage. Oh. <laughs> no, and then, hey, good news! We got our first Space Knight. Hey! All right. Bad news! It's the Prime. Oh. Good news, it's not the common Prime. Bad news, it's the uncommon Prime. <laughs> the uncommon. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, it just went downhill from there, guys. Uh, sorry about that one. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right. Did you have anything else you want to say about the quit? Not the Quinjet. The pseudo Quinjet. It is the Quinjet. Pretty. Also much. called the Blackbird. Now Black. I will give them props. They made it have 14 speed. It is based off of an SR-71 Blackbird. So yeah, that makes sense considering it can fly yep. at like Mach 3. Uh, and also they gave it stealth pretty much its whole dial. So I'll give you that one, Wiz Kids. Also, the sculpt is really cool. I honestly thought they were just gonna reuse something, but no, it's its own sculpt and it looks so slick. Do you think that they just went out and grabbed, like, an SR-71 Blackbird model and just, like, copied it and just slapped it on here? They're like, we I don't want to pay anybody for this. We'll just copy it because, like, there's no copyright on what it looks like. Right? I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they probably. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, uh, before I move on to the next figure, would you like to take a guess on this next pack? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, let me see if I can remember what, what other ones are. I'm going to say Giganto and Namor. You are? Yeah, you nailed it. Yes! <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> you got another one. Okay, um, I do want to talk about Orion, and the reason I want to talk about Orion is to put out a, uh, a notification to anybody that's going to be playing at uh, Origins this year. If you win Orion and I don't manage to snag one, I would like to pick that up from you because it's a KC figure. Make it I just, yeah, I, I don't care the fact that it's a KC figure, but my brother does, and my brother's birthday is June 23rd, so I like to win KC figures for like 12 bucks, so I don't oh. have to go and spend more money on a better prize, because like, I got him the Red Robin one, and he was like super excited about it, and then like a year later, it was still $70 or $90 nice. or something, I was like, Chris. okay, okay. Chris, I gotta stop right there. Your brother's birthday is June 23rd? Yeah. My brother's birthday is June 23rd. Are we related? <laughs> okay, the, re the rest of this pack is uh, Star-Lord, her... So, okay, that's that's two more copies already. What, oh, we got a Venom. Venom, that's cool. 
And another pip the troll. All right, we're up to like seven duplicates already. Okay, not seven. Five? Four or five? Okay. Well, Orion has the apocalypse, new gods, future, ruler, and warrior keywords. So that's pretty cool. 160 or 25 points. He has one of those end dial clicks just like all the KC people have. Uh... Called Isolated from this Violent World, Orion starts a game, plays at least six, blah, 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 blah. Same stuff as the rest. Um, he has a special speed power. It says, opposing, many men eventually become their fathers. Opposing characters within four squares can't use willpower. He has zero attack, zero damage. He does have empower with 18 defense and, and vulnerability. Now, no special powers other than that, just like all the other KC characters. As far as the sculpt goes... It's like old man Orion, just like he is in the Kingdom Come storyline. He's not riding his glider thing, like the iconic Orion glider. Uh, but he is a seven-click-long dial, and the stats are beefy, just like all of the KC figures. Starting top dial with flight, eight range, one bolt, 11 speed with running shot, 12 attack with pinsai, four base damage, 18 defense in with uh, invincible, and he does have indom. So... He's, he's a beater, for sure, just like all of them are. Uh, Stats-wise, he's just really good. They're not complicated. You just kind of throw them out there, and they all do exactly what they're supposed to do, which is, stats-wise, beat people into the ground. So as far as character goes, not complicated, just a really good figure. I actually really like him. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Do you want me to just go over these ID cards just really quick and just say uh, which ones we got, and then I'll yeah. talk about a real figure? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So we got a bunch of student ID cards. They are already cards that exist as headmasters, but these are like the first class students. So we got Jean Grey, Beast, Iceman, Angel, and Cyclops. So now if you want to bring in those very crazy expensive versions and you don't care about their inspirations, you can now do so for three points or for free if you run a different headmaster. So that's actually really cool. I believe they all technically have rare rarity, but they're all going to be thrown in with battle royales anyways. Like, hey, here's an ID card. There you go. That's neat. Uh, if you're okay with it, I'm going to talk about Daredevil. Hit it. Because I'm going to uh, give so much money for this Daredevil. I love this version of Daredevil so much. Simplicity is beautiful. We got the uh, the Miller Run Daredevil, the uh, Man Without Fear, number one, 1993, significant appearance. He has Marvel Knights and Martial Artist keywords. Very fitting for this Matt Murdock. He has one trait. He's 50 points. This is what's really cool. I just want you guys to think of this. He's only 50 points. He also has like a really sick sculpt where he is like midair jumping off a, a building here. It's really cool. 50 points. He has four range. No special combat symbols. His first trait is echolocation, probability control, but only when attacking or being attacked. Very fitting. And then he has special damage power on his top two and last two clicks. He has a six-click long dial. Matt's got magic powers. Stealth, free. If Daredevil is within four squares in the line of fire of a friendly character that is not on its starting click, place him adjacent to that character. That is awesome. Gives him some free kind of movements going around the map, which is great when you consider he also has an eight-movement charge top dial. And he has no special attack power until his last three clicks where he gets precision strike. He has his defense powers are like 2-2-2, two, 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 so he gets two clicks of super senses, two clicks of combat reflexes, and then two clicks of defend on the back. His 
speed power is the exact same. He has two clicks of charge, two clicks of sidestep, two clicks of plasticity. He also has improved movement, ignores elevated terrain and hindering terrain. The sculpt is cool. He's cheap enough to be totally worth his point. He's going to get some hit in, oh, hits in. Sorry. And also, when he has sidestep, he also has close combat expert, which is awesome. He doesn't get a nine attack until his last two clicks. And he can be super defensive because he has that place him. And he also has plasticity and an 18 defend on his very last click. So we can actually be super helpful all the way up until the end. I absolutely love this Daredevil. And I've got to buy him or win him. Whatever. He's a purchasable. Yeah, I got to buy him. I got to stand in line. I got to waste an entire morning. And I'm going to buy him. This is going to be no, awesome. No, no. I'll actually I'll give WizKids this. They set up really nice boots at uh, Origins. And I think I was in line for a grand total of like maybe 10 minutes. Oh, nice. Like, it was not a big deal. And then once everybody gets through the line, most people drop out. A few people go back and get at the end of the line again. So you can get back in line as many times as you want to. Um, all right, let's uh, get into this next pack. Take a guess. I'm, I'm going to start running out of things to guess. I'm going to go over stuff I, I haven't haven't guessed. Maybe I should go back to things I already guessed, but whatever. I'm just going to say spider buggy. I'm not joking. This is a spider buggy. Yes! Camera <laughs> on, anybody. Like, I can't see this. I'm just that good. Wow. Yes. Yeah, the rest of the pack is duplicate Space Knight, duplicate Vision, duplicate Antibody, and Nick Fury. Which one? Just the normal Nick Fury? Yeah, just the, the normal uh, one. He's still cool. So, I, I went ahead and I opened a couple of the packs so that they were ready to go, and that was just the one that I grabbed. I, I'm trying yes. to trying to ramp it up a little bit so the better stuff's at the end since we already know that the there's no chase, which there's is really sad to space, me. Space Knight. Hopefully so, you get the Uncommon Prime too, and maybe like an extra super rare. I don't know. It really blows you guys. I, I really love the fact that there's like how many – well, you don't know what the rest of the other packs that I pulled. I need to count the number of duplicates in this because it's just atrocious. It's like really bad. There's 79 figures in this set, and I'm pretty sure we're up to at least nine duplicates. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, rough. With that being said, uh, why don't you actually just hit that last figure for us so you can yeah. keep doing what I'm doing? I really didn't want to talk about him, but I will. Nah. <laughs> it's a Star Trek figure, yeah. It's Captain Kirk and Lieutenant Uhura. They're gazing longingly into each other's eyes. I don't understand at all what's going on. He's dressed like Caesar or something. She's got, like, a purple dress on. It's from the episode Plato's Stepchildren, episode 3. Who gives a crap? Production code 67. Anyways, they have a trait. That's the way they want you to feel. Makes them think that they're alive. I don't understand anything that's going on. It really freaks me out. Anyways, if Captain Kirk and Lieutenant Uhura is 25 points, they're KO'd and across the red line. So what's their 25-point dial? That's uh, two clicks of sidestep, two clicks of in-cap, two clicks of super senses, and a special damage power for two clicks, which is they're making me tremble. But I'm not afraid. I am not afraid. Perplex, free. Destroy one piece of blocking terrain within range and line of fire. Oh, what's their range and line of fire? Six. Or remove one barrier marker from the map. So that's pretty cool. So they have sidestep, which gives them a theoretical... Uh, sidestep that, nine. So about a 15 square reach if you just move them up as an action to get rid of some barrier. That's pretty cool. I mean, they have nine attack, and they have an 18 defense super senses. They're not going to be easy to hit, 
But once again, it's 25 clicks, two points, some free barrier removal, slash, you know, getting rid of some blocking terrain. I do quite like it. So if you pay the full 65 points, the grand total here, you'll get four more clicks. You'll get a top click of sidestep. It's actually a stop click, which is really nice. It's ESD. So that's pretty cool. So once they're done doing their whole remove barrier thing, there is a stop click to make someone waste an attack on them. So they can't completely blow through them. Then they have normal ESD the entire dial. They have two clicks of penetrating psychic blast, then two clicks of telekinesis. Top dial uh, on this, whatever, once they get to the stop click, they also have another click of sidestep. And then after that, they have three clicks of mind control. They are pretty solid for 65 points. I actually kind of like them. I'm not going to get the figure, but winning it wouldn't be so bad. It's pretty cool. Okay. Well, let's get into the next figure. Take a guess. Moonboy and Double Dinosaur. It's actually going to be a Cree Sentry this time. Ah, we got the the Uncommon Space Knight. There's that one. So, <laughs> Dang it. Nice. Uh, Black Panther, Shield Agent, and thank you, finally something that I wanted. Quasar. All right. Yay. All right. Yay. All right. Uh, I'm actually, I'm going to jump through these last two real quick while I have them. That way I can count some things and see just how many du duplicates we really did get uh, while we're going into community before we round out the night. Uh, take a guess. Wasp. Part of the Avengers. No. We got another giant girl, so that's a oh. duplicate colossal. Yeah. I'll uh, take her. Get, yeah, did get Nova, which is Richard Ryder. My man. Uh, Another Nick Fury, so that's a duplicate. Uh, Fireball, no, Firefall, I mean, which is the Prime, actually. So Hey! We got, we got two Primes, one is common. Is that the rare? One uncommon. Oh. Uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, another Hawkeye, so that's a duplicate. Uh, and then the last pack, take a guess. All right. Shield flying car. You were close. Tony Stark's flying car. There it you go. It is Tony Stark's flying car. We have a Black Panther, but this is the other one. Firefall, the common Space Knight. So I just want to point out we both we got the common and uncommon prime and non-prime of those the Space Knights. Oh, uh, well. Rocket, Rocket Raccoon, a Moon Dragon, which is a duplicate. So... That's a lot of duplicates. I'm gonna I'm gonna add those up here in a minute. Who are your super rares? Wait, so you got Quasar, Wasp, the Wasp. Was rare. Living Tribunal was your super rare colossal. Who was the other small super rare? I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> Somebody's like, well duh, it's this. Yeah. yeah. Someone else is actually paying attention. So I wasn't even they? paying attention to me. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, okay, well, I do need to throw this in. You forgot it last episode, and uh, I need to put this in there. But Dial uh, Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClix singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. By the way, there is a new sale going on on CoolStuffInc.com that I found out about today, and they reduce the prices of, like, a bunch of HeroClix, some more so than others, like, Obviously, the chases are a bit more of a price drop than, like, the commons and stuff, which were only, like, a four-cent drop on a lot of those. But uh, there's, like, 400-plus hero clicks in their recently reduced section. So 
might want to jump on there if you are an avid orderer from CoolStuffInc.com. And there's no but, reason not to be. Just yeah, saying. I know, right? Yeah. But uh, I'm going to find out what that, that other super error was here in a second. It's going to bug me. But uh, if you don't want to go spend all your money on CoolStuffInc.com, feel free to jump on our Patreon page because here at Dial H, we work off the value for value model. Our goal is to entertain you guys and gals, so if you feel like we give you value in your life, consider showing us some love and leveling up your heroic rank. So you can earn your heroic titles uh, like Citizen, Vigilante, and Protagonist. Uh, heroic rank level ups occur the first episode of every month or as your donations on PayPal come in. The link to the PayPal is going to be in our show notes, just like it always is, as well as the, pay, uh, as well as the Patreon. And then don't forget that your names and titles appear in the show notes for the months that you contribute to the community as you are producers of the podcast. So I know for a fact that we have multiple rank ups in next episode, or I guess it's not episodes, two episodes from now would be the first of the month. So um, your guys' titles are there now, but the actual ceremony for you is going to be at the beginning of the month. So... Uh, do we have any more Heroclix news that you wanted to get into before? Did you we... want to talk about the quick rules changes? Uh, oh yeah, you posted today. You, you hit it, and then I'll jump in when I can. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out what this super rare is, man. Super. All right, got it. So first up, Merc Jets. It has a special power where you can kick somebody out of the jet. They were wondering since it lets them make a free attack. The question was basically, can I make the free attack and then take the damage? No, you've got to take the unavoidable damage first and then do everything else out. Boo-hoo, blah, blah, blah. The next is the Juggernaut change. This is the what-if Professor Charles Xavier Juggernaut, who I said weeks ago should be would be a great call-in for the Professor XID card, and now he's an even better call-in. So when he uses his charge through barrier and destroy everything, his full movement action, you can actually choose to use mind control as a close or range action which is pretty awesome. I think he has a pretty low range, but either way, you get a base four range with mind control. So that just makes his effect so much better. You don't actually have to move adjacent to all the people in order to mind control. Then there's the cosmic entity trait that had a little bit of tinkering, and I'm totally cool with this. Basically, you can not be a target of a multiple target attack with cosmic entity. They said for Quake, straight up, no, of course not. It's Quake. It's pretty obvious. But in the case of energy explosion... If they are the main target, the splash will still hit other people. But if they aren't the main target and they would take the splash, they would not take the splash damage. So, that's pretty cool. Next up is using a power. This affects me greatly. This is specifically talking about the Captain America principled figure. The question was, if somebody uses Force Blast, Force Blast has a uh, other effect for pretty much when you use it. As everybody knows, when you make a normal attack, it also causes knockback. They wanted to know if they would still get an action token if they use Captain America's thing that says if you use Barrier, Incap, or Force Blast, you don't get an action token or you remove an action token after actions resolve. I forget the specific wording. But basically they said no. You have to use Force Blast as just Force Blast. The whole power action, roll a d6, knock someone back, and then get your token removed. So for people that were wondering trying to break the Captain America figure, you still got to stick by the principles. You can't be like, I'm going to merc somebody for four damage, pen blast and force blast them, and, and Cap will be like, good job. No, that's not how Cap works. In Cap normal, force blast normal, barrier normal. Cap would be ashamed of anybody who does it differently. Just saying. Principles, people. Uh, Giganto and Namor, I actually kind of forgot what this one was. It was like, 
Quake. Something special. I should pull it up. I just have it, it, it really wasn't important. Like, it, it seemed really... very, very intuitive, and it made me think, why would you even ask that? It says it in the power. It's like, who cares? Like, what? Oh, I think they said, do you have to destroy the Oh, yeah, you train? actually have to destroy the blocking terrain. You don't, I guess, so good for you. If you don't want to destroy blocking terrain, you don't have to. So, there you go. Uh, the pocket tank pretty much uh, got worse. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's nice, Calder. Thanks. It's, I didn't buy it. I actually kind of wanted it for a while, but then it got nerfed, and now it's got nerfed again, so I'm like, hey, I don't need to buy it anymore. I mean, at first I was excited. I'm happy I didn't jump on that train. Sorry, Chris. Uh, and then Mangog, yeah, Mangog gets a little bit of a little bit of tinkering. This is happy. This makes me happy because I hate Mangog. He he's like one of the few like characters where I sit next to him. And I'm like, oh, we're playing that, huh? Can I just give you the buy? <laughs> the Mangog you... pretty much. Mangog is life. Man, uh, okay. uh, uh. <laughs> I I've had my day ruined by Mangog in like important settings. I'm like, eh. Why? Okay, so anyways, Mangog, what, what pretty much happens is, I like this, this is a small nerf to him, if you mind control Mangog at any point in time and you move him, he can no longer pick up the Odin sword if he gets to your starting area, because he was moved by a character, by a friendly character for the duration of mind control, you are a friendly to Mangog, Mangog is friendly to you, so if you move him, then he can't pick up the Odin sword, which is awesome. Another thing is, if you include an ID card on your force that no other character can use, like, at all during force construction, they're just too high of a point value, and if you get Mangog to the 150-point line and then you can use it, then it's totally allowed to be built into your force. I thought that was pretty no-duh, but they had to clarify it, apparently, which is fine. And also, they had one more thing about Mangog, about becoming the Odin Sword. I don't quite remember what it was, because my computer hates me, and I really appreciate that. Uh, that was pretty much it for Mangog. Pulse wave, the, the pulse wave is kind of neat. So if an opposing character perplexed down your range to pulse wave, they were wondering if once a character, that character was in your pulse wave range, if you would get your range back. The answer is no. You've already counted your squares. You've already figured your range. You already made your attack. So you do not get your range back, even though it's canceling. It's just kind of like an order of operations thing. Boo-hoo. You don't get your range. Sorry. <laughs> Boo-hoo. Thanos. By the way, that's something you should never say to someone while you're playing. Oh, no. Don't, don't ever <laughs> Yeah, don't ever talk condescending. It's game game be be nice. Do uh you know, be courteous to your to your player. Like I hate it when someone's like can't do that. Can't do that. Don't say it. It's like so your power doesn't work <laughs> that way. Don't 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 say that. It's like how are you doing that? Because how are you doing that still feels a little weird, but it's like, at least it gives me a chance to explain. Because they might be mistaken. They're, they think, you can't do that. I could say, um, actually, like the huge nerd I am, I can do it. Instead of that, they ask, how can you do that? I can say, well, I'm actually doing it this way, which is different than normal. So I can see why you're confused. Or it's like, how are you doing that? Oh, you're right. I can't do that. My bad, bro. Yeah, game, game. Don't ever say boohoo. Don't be a total jerk. I... I, yeah, don't be jerk when you play in Heroquakes. And also, uh, wear belts and deodorant when you play Heroquakes. Not saying it. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. I'm just saying that we are better than some of those other games. Yeah. Okay? Just <laughs> act yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
And then Thanos had a change with his traits. If you don't know how Thanos, this, this new Thanos, how he works, is when he gets attacked, he can roll a d6 and he can deal... Is that, is that right? He can deal somebody damage, the attacker, I believe. Yeah, it's, cool. was, it's a really cool trait, but it costs like 50 points to put on him, but it's still a solid trait. YOLO swag. <laughs> YOLO. Okay. That needed to be in there. You know that he's awesome. That's true. He is awesome. Uh, basically, if he is hit, even if it's like a crit hit or whatever, he can still go ahead and use it. I believe that's pretty much what the change was. These other ones I did not pay as much attention to because some of them caught my eye more, being completely honest, and then not having the link pulled up like a genius. But no, all these, all of these powers are actually really cool. I think they're semi necessary to the game but it was just interesting because they just all happened today like whiz kids all these questions are like really old like some of these questions are from like last year and all of a sudden whiz kids just answered a bunch so i guess that was like their spring cleaning day like how oh, we got to do these questions all right let's do it i guess so that was pretty cool i was pretty excited about it. i'm actually gonna pull up thanos here just to make sure i get him right there he he's, is he's he's awesome he is I really awesome like him so, what does it say here? Yeah. When does a player choose to roll for this effect? Do they do it when the attack is declared, or do they do it when the opponent makes the attack? The roll is made after the attack roll is finalized. That makes sense, obviously. It's not like, oh, you're going to attack me? Boom, take a ton of damage. That would be totally messed up and unfair. And then, if the roll is a critical hit and Thanos uses his ability, does, he still does it still automatically miss Thanos? And the answer is no. If you remember, critical hits can't be evaded or in any way, shape, or form, just like how they are with Super Senses. So that is very in line with that ruling. I like that they are kind of keeping that same thing, that critical hits are like the end-all, be-all, as they kind of should be. So it's great. Uh, they basically said no, because Thanos becomes hit by the attack. Note that he can still use the effect to potentially deal damage to the attacker, but it does not miss, which I very much like. Thanos is awesome, he's overpowered. Uh, he's not overpowered, but he's, he's just really stupid good, and I'm, a, I'm very sad for Sin Pole. Yeah, me too. I would have liked that. I would have sold it immediately, because it was like 50 It's going for like $50 on eBay and stuff, so... Tris, have you here, the, uh, here... the Super Rare yet? Oh, yeah, no, we didn't get one. We what? Not another one. I, I'm not joking. We, we, got... Got, we got three... Uh, and then two primes. So I'm guessing one of the primes took one of the that, super rare slots. That no, that can't be right because I'm dead serious. Also, wow. we uh, the final tally is ten, or if you're including the colossal, eleven duplicates. Wow. That's so, not yeah. This is great. Uh, it's really great, great brick. Um, uh, it's Quasar and the Wasp and the Living Tribunal are, are super rare. Living Tribunal is pretty awesome. Yeah, so that's, that's true. But yeah, no, I double checked everything everything else that was in here, and I, I even looked online real quick to make sure that, you know, in the past they've accidentally put like the uncommon coloring. Oh yeah, super the rare and stuff like that. I was like, oh, there's only one of these that I think would be it, and it's actually a rare, and it was uh, it was correct, which was Captain America. Uh, Danielle, Danielle, Danielle Cage. Cage. I thought for some reason I'm like maybe she's a super rare, but no, it was right. So we just got three. Was she broken? Actually, that's my question. Was she broken? No, no, okay, no, she looks I've good. seen a lot of people pull broken ones. So impressive, very nice. <laughs> yeah, to make up make up for the fact that we got five extra cards and someone out there got no cards. I bet I'll open my brick, have the same booster, and get zero cards. And, oh, hey, buddy. 
that's fine. <laughs> no, but if anybody yeah, needs those cards, yeah, we're yeah. So, All right, that that sums it up. That's the rules changes. That was a pretty lackluster brick, and those are the rules changes. But we did forget a character preview or did yeah, we? preview. Yeah, Rocket Raccoon. Oh yeah. Hey guys, there's a Rocket Raccoon. He's pretty so, great. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. So we need to go over this. Rocket Raccoon, did Guardians order- of the Galaxy okay. keyword. Um, improved targeting, ignores hindering terrain, ignores characters. He is do 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 seventy five points. Has a trait, hunted by the princess's ex-girlfriends. By the way, this comes directly from a storyline that I read that I had a lot of fun reading. It's good. Uh, it, was, it was really good. Uh, when Rocket Raccoon takes damage from an opposing character's attack, give him a Valiant Retreat token. Free, remove a Valiant Retreat token. If you do, move Rocket Raccoon up to his speed value using Ignore's characters for movement purposes. So... Here's what I like about this character. That's a cool idea. Here's what I don't like. The fact that he has no reducers whatsoever, and if he did, he takes damage from an opposing character's attack. So doesn't include poison, which is crap. But um, he he's pretty squishy, man. He's only six clicks long. Top dial, 17 defense with ESD. He doesn't even have super senses to try and get out of it, top dial. He does have shape change. So there's that, 3 damage, 12 attack with a special attack power, running shot, 7 speed, 8 range. No Indom, though, but the special attack power is called Space Prison Breaks Are My Favorite Things. When Rocket Raccoon is given a close destroy action, this turn each other friendly character has, quote, close destroy action as free, but without requiring a damage value of 3. So I guess you can, for a turn, turn... All of your team into wall busters. Oh my gosh, how awesome is that? Think about <laughs> having just a ton of pogs. They're all friendly characters. <laughs> Free. Destroyed. Ah! Oh, oh, it's so cool. So the cool thing is that once he goes from those three clicks of pretty much the same stuff, he, he is consistent with his defense, by the way. It's 17, 17, 17 with ESD. Uh, he does move into three clicks that are different. Uh, he has sidestep, which is great, because he has range combat expert, two damage on all three clicks, eleven attack, ten ten, uh, super senses on all three clicks, and the fact that he ignores characters for line of fire purposes means, you know, some good stuff. So with that range combat expert, so uh, great the game breaking, absolutely not. Is it fun? Yep, I think that you may get some hilarity out of that trait of him running away oh totally like that that's fun i like it you know uh, and... i only have one problem with this figure and he doesn't have the animal keyword i can't play him with howard that makes me very sad <laughs> why does a raccoon not have nah that's why does he not have the animal keyword i don't know thanks for his kids is he a is he a raccoon or a rabbit he's a <laughs> <laughs> Somebody out there got that besides Calder. Okay, if you haven't seen Infinity War at this point, what, seriously, what's wrong with you? Yeah, that's pretty messed up. <laughs> okay, then. Well, that's all the figure previews until I remember the next figure here in like 20 minutes. Um, but as far as that goes, are we good? Yeah, we're leaving the turtles out this week, guys. They're not super amazing anyways. Don't worry about it. Where are the turtles? Where are the turtles? Come on, guys, get out of here. Where are the turtles? Where are they? 
Next week. That's where they're at. Next. <laughs> they're, they're in the future. Uh, okay, let's get into some community. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Okie dokie. As always, we put a question, a community Tuesday's question, to be more specific, up on Twitter and on Facebook. Sometimes we put it on Reddit as well. Uh, that didn't happen as I was gone, and just for time's sake, we got a lot of answers this week, which is great. Um, we, we're going to break this episode down into this week's community question over two episodes is what we're going to do. So the community question was, with the new Stario and the Sinestro we got last year, which Colossals do you want WizKids to remake? Calder, what would you like to be remade, first of all? I actually really want the giant... See, I had him in my mind. I can't think of his name. Spectre. That's what he is. I really want Spectre to be remade. He's awesome. He's really cool. With the cool. gigantic sculpt the giant, as well? The enormous sculpt. I want, him to, I want them to make him a proud predecessor to, uh, to the other one. The past. I want the torch to be elegantly passed. I want, the tor- I want the sculpt to be new and maybe even bigger than the last one. They won't make it bigger than the last one. They'll make it smaller than the last one if they were remake it. But Would you be okay if it were scaled down? I would be okay if it was scaled down because it actually is ginormous. That thing is so huge. I've seen people who have it. The base is actually messed up from the weight of the sculpt itself. It's insane. <laughs> Okie dokie. But I want to spectate. I, I, I think I would like a Shumagorath. Shumagorath is just a really cool character to me. And the old one has definitely... Like, power creep is a thing in this game. And while he's not terrible, I just think that they could do something pretty cool with him. The only thing is I wish they would still make the point totals like crazy high. They did a little bit of it in this Infinity set, but not as much as I wanted them to. So, like, Living Tribunal is, like, 600 points, right? Yeah. They should have made Living Tribunal, like, 2,000 points, just saying. Yeah. It's also really weird that this new Starro caps at 300, if you ask me. Super yeah. weird. Okay. Well, do uh, you want to start us off on Facebook? We are going to read about half of the answers each and then get the rest of the half of them next week. If you did not answer and you would like it to be answered, jump on between now and next week, and you will have the opportunity to put yours on the bottom of the list. But hit us with Facebook. All right, Aries Edge. I want to see a better updated Batmobile, Batwing, etc., and a rubber ducky mobile for Penguin. Cute. Oh, that'd be cool. Man, that was... Wow. That movie. (laughs) Okay, uh, we have Mystery CCG. Uh, it said the one from the original set. Would love to see that one redone. And I asked the Sentinel, because he just, Blake, like, what yeah. is he talking about? Never answered. Okay. All right, a mystery. Maybe it'll be solved next week. Tune in. All right, uh, Brian, <laughs> Brian Pulling, a colossal mall. No idea. That big purple and green guy needs a giant size click. He said mall. Not really sure who that is. But fin fang foom is that what he means with, with the purple, purple pants? and green that's what i think and then but then they go on and they kind of talk i wish they redo the entire wildcats actually i'm like what wildcat and then brian's like yeah grifters tie with punisher my fave character he doesn't get enough love I'm like what are we what are we talking about did they read the question this week i don't know but we want a, <laughs> we want a colossal mall either way we want a new one we want a colossal mall some people read the question go for it um, married with clicks answered us. They said Cthulhu. <laughs> I mean, technically it was made for horror clicks. Let's do that. Undead set uh, th- part two. They could re- 
They could remake it in into Hero Clicks, just like they've been making the. Yeah, why not? That's a better answer than Wildcats. Why not? Oh, Ooh, just threw it down. Michael Turner, he he made sure I, I wouldn't get this wrong, and he said "foom." Thank you. With just a lot of exclamation points. One exclamation point. Oh, okay. just one. Yeah, I get. I would at least do two personally, but yeah, I should have. Everybody knows the more exclamation points, the better. Exactly. Everyone knows that. He's right. That's that's a general rule of life, actually. Yep. So uh, the ret the latest retro <laughs> said the Spectre, so he agrees with you. Yeah, he does. Sean Phoenix, I'd love to see all the Galactic Guardian Colossals remastered. Let's do it. Although Master Mold was a nightmare for me to fight that one time, but let's do it. Oh, hell yeah. All those would be really good options. Uh, wait, Galactic Guardians would include Galactus. Galactus. So I'm all for it. Oh, did I even... I never even said what I... Oh, yeah, I did. Shuma Gorath. Never mind. Uh, we have Heroclix Pro said my vote goes to Adam Smasher. He has had one figure way back when Giants were introduced. Sorely needed for a JSA roster. Yep, agreed. I don't know. And no, no, no. There's going to be somebody out there that's like, well, they've made another Atom Smasher since then. No, no, they haven't. That was the Atom. <laughs> that's a different dude entirely. So uh, if you don't know who this is, yeah, you need to go all the way back to that. It was like $20 when it came out. There was like eight Giants. It was right when the mechanic was introduced. Chemo was in there. Um, and I honestly, I cannot remember. Oh, those were like Giganta and stuff, right? Like those really weird oh, yeah, mid-sized Giants. Was, yeah, that was like when the, fir the very first Giants yeah. were introduced into the game. So that's what he's talking about. Damn, nice. Peter Zachary, a new Onslaught. Black Lantern, Anti-Monitor, or Necron. I don't know if we're going to get a new Necron, but uh, I'm with you. I'm with you on Onslaught, man. They should definitely remake Necron, though, because he sucks. He does suck. <laughs> <laughs> he was really bad, man. Like, even in big games with Black Lanterns and stuff like that, I always... If they would have just put, like, a traded, this character has invulnerability or something... It would have made him so much better because he oh, was yeah. so squishy. So squishy. Uh, we have, I believe this is Citizen Collectible said, I'd prefer they make a new Eric Jostin Goliath. But if I had to choose a remake, I'd vote for Onslaught to put him at crazy high power levels, though. Yes. Um, I, so, by the way, let's, let's dial this back a little bit. He's talking about Goliath, who was actually part of the Thunderbolts. And I like this character back in the day because the Thunderbolts was the very first graphic novel that I ever got. So I didn't know who any of these characters were, but I ended up with this random graphic novel. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. This guy has size-changing powers. This is before I fell in love with Hank Pym, uh. BT Dubs. So I thought that was so cool. And then I found discovered Hank Pym, and I was like, oh, wait, he's way better than Goliath. But, to be fair, he's pretty awesome. Because he's like an ionic being, like Wonder Man is. So, he's crazy powerful. But they never use him in the comics, and no one knows who he is. And I'm pretty sure the last oh. time that they made him was Fantastic Forces? So, that was back when rev sets were a thing. Oh, man. Yeah. That is, that's some vintage stuff right there. Nick Zim. Apocalypse would be nice. Yeah, where's where's that big blue guy been hiding? Come on, we got all these apocalypse chases. Where's apocalypse? <laughs> where where is he? 
All right. Uh, so I don't know if Tiamu decided he's going to start going the Seth Aaron route and changing his name on Twitter all the time. <laughs> but uh, our man from Finland, whose name is right now Yam Singh Beltilauda. Obviously. Okay. Uh, Trigon would be cool as a classic DC colossal baddie. Nice. I haven't seen during my time playing the game. From Marvel, maybe Apocalypse or Onslaught. Sensing a little bit of a, uh, <laughs> a little bit of a theme here. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Edward Kane, I want the never made orca to killer whale. So he wants more Namor fish related. Like, guys, that's awesome. I think it's funny. He actually had a picture of him. He's not an actual orca. It's like a dude with a body, like a man body. And it's a human. It's a human. It's weird. It's so weird. What? And he's got like okay. a belt. It's super cool and weird. But yeah, colossal, colossal human killer whale, the orca. All right. I'm just going to put the obligatory, they need to make the street sharks into hero clicks statement yeah. into this. All right, there we go. Moving Vin on. Diesel three. <laughs> uh, so we have super fan and protagonist, Seth Aaron. Otis Driftwood on Twitter. <laughs> Thor's Chariot. I need a new one in my life ASAP. Ooh. That's a good, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah, and especially since the first one sucked, it too. Suck. Yeah. All right. A grizzled. But also, don't don't put the figure in, in the remake, right? That way I can and leave a spot for a hero click like they made for the uh, old Thanos where you can Ooh, just yeah. Thanos in there. And then you can take any standard size Thor figure and put it in the chariot. How sweet would that be? That would be actually awesome. Yeah. I know, I know. I come up with really good ideas. You should be paying it's us just, for kids. WizKids doesn't like me, so they don't take any of them. Uh, William Dickey agrees with Chris. He says Shuma, because Shuma is the best cancer monster. <laughs> Agreed. And uh, let's see. I, I'm going I'm to do two more and then call it quits for the night. We have Dan says Sentinels or Trigon. I, I've never, ever seen a Trigon in real life. Have you? I've seen one on display in a store in, uh, let me think, let me see. Can I remember it? Samurai Comics in Phoenix, Arizona. Trigon on nice. display. That's it. Now, my last one for this week, so it'll be nine, and then I can do another eight next week, is Alex Kanak. I hope I said your name right. It looks really cool. But I was late to the game, but I really want another Galactus. I agree. This is a man after my own heart. Uh-huh. Okay, and the last answer that I want to read off of Twitter is going to be Chris Kurtz said, malpractice so I can use Spider-Ham against it. Not, hashtag not a remake. Or... If you don't know the context, it's hashtag not our make, which is how I originally read it. And I was like, what is he talking about? And then I realized how dumb I am. Duh. Ah. <laughs> so there is that. Um, yeah, go ahead and save that. Uh, that is all we're going to do for the community question this week. We are going to get much better about this whole thing. Back into the swing of things in the upcoming week since everything is back to normal. Absolutely. So, uh, also, for those of you that have been keeping up on the daily calendar entry, you have not been keeping up on the daily calendar entry because I have not been putting any calendar entries on there. But I'll start again. Now they're tomorrow. off by like, did you say 13 days? Jeez. I am not. I am not posting 
write all 13 <laughs> of those. It'd probably be like 11 of them. But seriously, I'm not doing that. That's that's too many pictures of a calendar that I need to take with my phone. So. <laughs> all right. Um, cool. We got two I, listener questions this week. Yeah, go for it. Uh, first one we're gonna do since this is gonna be pretty quick. Eric Caves, and he actually asked this before all these cool rules changes and and adjustings and whatnot. So he basically wants to ask. What rulings has WizKids made that got you guys really upset? Chris, you want to go first? So I can't remember, and I tried to see if Calder remembered this. He did not. So I assume someone out there, and please write in, tweet in on Facebook, whatever, what the answer to this is. But I remember being super mad about it when it came out, even though it made it, it did not affect me in any way, shape, or form. Just how absurd it was. So the everybody remembers, or most people should remember, the uh, puzzle book, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Millennium Puzzle uh, resource, and how it generated pogs. And they ruled on it, and I can't remember what they ruled on it, but it didn't really matter what they ruled on that, because what was important was the fact that there was identical writing for a resource that came out at the same time, and I cannot remember what that resource was for the life of me, but... The word they basically the resource was the same thing. They just had like a little bit of differences, but the wording on them was identical on what they did. And then some they ruled one way for a question on one of them because it was modern at the time is what pretty much everyone agreed on. Like they had to rule it one way, and then the other one they ruled the other way because the puzzle box thing was not modern, so you couldn't play it in a tournament setting. So then and only then, even though the wording is identical, they made it two entirely different rulings based off of the the different thing. And I was like, why would you do this? This is so stupid. This is why no one can take you seriously half the time. It's because you take the exact same thing and change it just based off of dumb, asinine things like this. So, yeah, that was really stupid. Please, someone r remind me what that resource was that they were they were copying each other. Because I... I just can't remember it, but I remember hating it at the time. I mean, why be consistent? You can just do whatever the heck you want. Am I right? All right. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, my change is the old Lex Luthor that couldn't be targeted. This was a change which is actually better, if you ask me. I actually quite like this change, but it bothered me because for this entire tournament that I was playing Lex at, uh, this was before we had separated you know, the beginning of your turn phase and your action phase. You could do free actions at the beginning of your turn. And the judge had ruled, judge, I'd actually, I kind of agreed with the judge when this ruling happened. He said, yeah, sidesteps the beginning of your turn, you can sidestep up and punch Lex, which I, I agreed with, but it really bothered me because the entire reason I was playing Lex is because he couldn't target him in the beginning of your turn. And he just said, hey, if you sidestep up to him, you can attack him. And I'm like, okay, I can't really argue. It's the beginning of your turn, it's a free action. So the entire day, I actually got kind of stomped on by like only two teams because they would just sidestep next to Lex and then they'd attack him. What bothered me was the next day, or like two days later, WizKids said, oh yeah, you can't sidestep, that doesn't count, it's a free action, even if it is the beginning of your turn. And I'm like, seriously? You couldn't have said that any sooner? I agree with it, but I just played a tournament, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, WizKids. Horrible timing. Alrighty. Well, if there are any listeners out there that were extremely upset and wanted to about a ruling that WizKids came up with and would like to actually answer that question on Facebook or Twitter. Why don't you write it into us and we'll uh, we'll go back and 
add that to the list of answers for that. Let's move on to the next question from a listener. All right. Malcolm Rush, the man from Japan. He said, hi. We got new here with questions, so we're going to get right into it. These are all title character related. So what is the best and worst title character and why? Worst title character, Harley Quinn. We all know why. Yep. That thing sucks. And best title character, in my opinion, is actually going to be Thor because I think he's bonkers. He does like really good stuff, especially coupled with that Jane Foster from the same set. Totally agree on the Harley Quinn one. So my favorite title character, the best one, I actually think is Deadpool. I think it really captures the essence of how fun and weird Deadpool is. I absolutely love the slow-mo bullet time, love the free healing, and I love his sculpt. And then that kind of brings us into the next question. What's the best and worst-looking title character? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What's up? I missed something. What's up? This is Malcolm's question segment. I forgot to play Ah! it. (laughs) I know he was sitting there going... They forgot to play the music. Ah, I got you, Malcolm. I got you. All right. What's the next question? Great great shame to my family and my cow. Yeah. The best and worst looking title character. Uh, Best is I really like Magneto Realist. I thought that was really cool. Oh, I forgot about him. Uh, Worst Harley Quinn because it looks down. It's like there's nothing special to it. Fair enough. Uh, My favorite looking title character as much as I want to say Deadpool because he has an awesome sculpt, I'm actually going to give it to Professor X. I didn't get tired. Even though he's like really lackluster, he's the cool 90s X-Men cartoon. You know, he's got the floaty golden chair and it's not on like a stupid ball or whatever. It actually is floating off the ground as he's putting Cerebro on. I actually really enjoyed that sculpt. Like the entire day, I was like, man, it's a cool sculpt. So. Shout out to the Thor, though, for the best title character sculpt, because pretty much any figure with lightning in it, <laughs> I, I really <laughs> like all of those figures. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's DC, Marvel, whatever it is. I really like any figure with lightning in it. I just think it looks cool. What's your least favorite? My least favorite title character sculpt? I'm going to give it to Loki. He's just kind of standing there doing nothing. I don't like cool. him. Yeah. Uh, next up, number three, advice on how to make and play a title character in-game. You- okay, so so definitely, Bill, if you are going to play a title character, understand that every title character has a weakness based off of when it dies. So title characters, to me, are one of those characters that if you are going to use them, you have to build your team around them. Yep. Do not haphazardly throw them onto a team like, Ooh, I have 100. Okay, no one has 175 extra points. Let me go lower. 80 points. Let me throw Doctor Strange on there. No, don't don't do that. Build your team around your title characters. Make sure that they have the ability to stay alive. Support them to allow them to use their actual title abilities. If they get like one shot KO'd, you got a massive downfall for no reason. Yep. So that's that's my advice. I completely agree. Play to their strengths and their weaknesses. I just played a test game with the title cap that I don't own. It was totally a test game. And I had no characters that had, what was it, close combat abilities. So once he died, everybody had Battle Fury, and I didn't play to the weakness of the title character, and now my team's basically useless. So think about <laughs> think about what your characters can do. Really, the entire team getting Battle Fury 
isn't a bad thing. It can be a good thing in a certain circumstance to get rid of... I mean, sometimes you want Battle Fury, but for a team of a bunch of characters of the range, not a good idea. Uh, playing to their strengths, also, Deadpool can free action heal, so play the super rare Captain America from ADW, who can remove tokens off people that heal to keep your Deadpool making attacks, and he can slow-mo bullet time in no time, you know? So think about their strengths, think about their weaknesses, very important. And yeah, that's all I had to say. Uh, number four, you can tell WizKids on how to improve title characters. What would it be? This is a really simple fix. Take away all of the win KO'd abilities. I just don't think that even if they took away those those major downfalls for the character, I still don't think it would put them in the realm of meta on in almost any of the examples. Like, Thor's not going to instantly become meta just because you take that away. Harley Quinn is definitely going to get a lot better, better. But, but she's not going to be meta. The reason why she's so bad is because of that when she's KO'd ability. That, it just shouldn't be a thing. Like, if you play a title character, you shouldn't be penalized for playing a figure. And that's what it feels like to me is, it, is an actual penalty. Anytime I play a title figure, and I've played Doctor Strange, Thor at this point, and I really like playing them, but it's like, I can't go ham with them. I can't put them up in the fray. Exactly what a Thor would do, BT dubs. Yep. Oh, that's twice this episode I've used that. Um, but seriously... <laughs> Thor gets up in people's faces and hits them with Mjolnir. That's what he does. But they want me to play against what Thor is like because I, I just can't risk him getting KO'd. So if they're a title character, they should be in front. And if they should be in front, and the only way to get your title tokens without taking damage is to have to attack, to attack. then they need to not have a downfall for dying. Very true. It's, I, I, it's a very low-risk reward for some title characters. Yeah, it should be a big deal. Like really if you play be. a title character, either take away the fact that you can only put one on a team, which actually kind of makes sense because they're the title character. But yeah, exactly, exactly. But for the mechanics of this game, they're just not that good. And if you wanted them to be that good, like a big deal, like you sit down and you're like, oh, I'm playing against title Joker. I need to worry about this. Like normally, you don't need to worry about that right now with the parameters that they put with the limitations that they put on these figures because you can only use one and all you have to do is target the crap out of their the opponent's title character as soon as you take them out you get like some kind of major bonus like there's a major incentive as me of a player playing against another title character for me to take them out first so oh, yeah like take away that incentive for for the enemy like that's not good i don't like giving my my opponents things <laughs> exactly uh yeah, I totally agree with that. So, number five, which comic book and or other characters like Star Trek would you like to see become title characters? And what would you like them to do as title characters? I did not think about this one. Chris, if okay, you have an answer. Okay, um, let's go to Defenders. This is the first thing that just came to my head. Um, actually, scratch that. Let's do Marvel Knights. And let's say, like, a cool Daredevil title character, because we need way more Daredevils. Uh, I just, I really don't think that they make enough Daredevils in the game of Hero Clicks. Oh, yeah. So, they, they probably, actually, you know what? If the next set were nothing but title Daredevils, I think, I think that'd really sell. Obviously. So, yeah, that's a thing. Um, no, actually, let's do Midnight Suns, Ghost Rider. 
That'd be cool. Ooh, Title character, yeah. Midnight Suns, Ghost Rider would be awesome. And then have, like, multiple things that do, like, random penetrating damage. From the Penance Stare, from the Hellfire, Shotgun Blasts, from that kind of stuff. That'd be cool to me. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I like that. Like Let's do lot. that one. Uh, I'm going to go with, you said Marvel Knights, got me thinking. I'm going to go with, like, a Punisher title character. And he can be pulling out all sorts of crazy guns or whatever. You know, Punisher Punisher runs are normally some of my favorite comic books that I read anyways. So I would really enjoy a Punisher title character. I don't know if he totally fits with the way the abilities kind of work, but eh, it would be neat. And for uh, for the DC side of things, I would love to see any Green Lantern as a title character. I think they could have some really cool abilities, and then them dying could even be a, like a losing the ring sort of thing, and no one can use willpower. If we're going to think about negatives, but I would really like a Green Lantern DC title character. Maybe Guy Gardner. Oh, ooh, you know, actually be a really cool uh, Lantern title character. That. Atrocitus. Ooh, yeah, actually, that would be cool. That would be really cool. I would like that. I wanted to collect all of the Red Lanterns and, like, be a big... I was like... It, I look for reasons to become a DC fan, by the way. Yep. And when War of Light was coming out, I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to read, like, Red Lantern stuff because I want to like the Red Lantern. I read, like, the first eight issues of that run of Red Lanterns, and it was by far some of the worst writing I've ever read. And I was like, nope, never mind. And you got to look at Guy Gardner with a weird mustache and mullet the entire time. I'm like, that's not... Like, no one wants to see that. This is so bad. But, no, seriously, though, uh, since we would like them to remake pretty much all of War of Light in the first place, a really awesome Atrocitus title character would be cool and would propel the Red Lanterns in, be, into being desirable as a collectible keyword. Oh, for sure. The last question is make a 300 or 400-point team with a title character. Did I ever read these questions in advance? No, I did not. So now we're going to sloppily throw together a title character team. I've got one. Ah, see. Look at that. Chris. All right. So let's start. I've, I've actually ran a team very similar to this. So start off with title Thor, right? That's 175 points. Then add your Jane Foster. And that's going to be, I think, uh, 30 points. So you're already sitting at two, 205. Yeah? Does that sound about right? Yep. 205. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to, I'm going to double check that just to make 100% sure. Thor Odinson, 175. Yes, that is correct. Okay. You, you keep going. I think I might be able to, we'll, we'll build our team simultaneously. All right. I think I got it. And I just want to double check and make sure the bad thing is okay for the rest of the game. Now what's the bad thing though? What do you mean the bad? There thing? it is. When he's KO'd. Okay. Funny character's my damage really negative one. All right, that's cool. So I decided to go with Magneto Realist. I really want to build a character around this guy, a uh, team around this guy. Excuse me. So I'm gonna do 300 points. It's gonna be golden because I want to play Vanisher and Mystique. It's gonna be golden in the next rotation. Right now, it is still modern technically. So you're welcome. So we got Magneto Realist. We got Vanisher because he's really good. And then we got Mystique. This is the rare Mystique who has the cool Freedom Force shapeshifter trait, the same thing that old Lex Luthor had. And then we're going to go with the WizKids WKM021 Rogue because she definitely needs the plus one to attack. Uh, since Rogue, uh, Magneto's going to be kind of shooting. 
He's going to do his shooty booty things. And then Rogue is 99 points. <laughs> Uh, shooty booty shooty things. booty things, shooty scooty, whatever you want to say, and <laughs> okay. So she doesn't have willpower or any t- kind of indomitable, which is fine because both Mystique and Magneto have leadership, which is great. So Rogue only has a ten attack top dial, which is pff, super lame. She does have charge sidestep though, so Magneto's plus one is going to be super helpful in order to give her the plus one to attack value. All friendly characters. So if Vanisher even wants to take a pot shot, he'll have a 10 attack, which isn't too bad. And also, Rogue can take tokens off Magneto to keep him going, which is awesome. Lots of leadership. I love leadership. It's a 299-point team. Rogue, Mystique, Vanisher, Magneto, Realist. That's what I got. All right. To finish my team out, we're going to add the LE Moon Knight coming in at 75 points. So that puts us up to 280, I believe. And then... We have a 15-point Eric Masterson, so 295. And then with that five points, you can throw whatever you else you would want to put on there. But basically, uh, your Eric Masterson has the Perplex as a power, which is sweet. But then he also has Enhancement, which is sweet for the Thor because he running shots. He, I'm sorry, hypersonic speed in, shoot, hit, right? And then run, and then you can make another attack in the same turn using the title ability that he has as long as you target somebody else other than the... Range attack. You target the same character. Yeah, with the range attack. So don't don't run in and, like, punch him. Yeah. You're going to get two extra damage in the same turn with Eric Masterson. And then if you're... Uh, and, by the way, keep keep your uh, keep your Jane Foster in your starting. Yeah. Because you, you can get her when you need her with the title ability. And then Moon Knight because uh, you know I'm just I kind of like him. <laughs> and then uh, I've been re- I read a bunch of Moon Knight comics on my trip. So nice. I, I got I was thinking about Moon Knight a lot. I like it. I like it a lot. Sweet. Those are our teams. Check them out. Okay. Do we have anything else? Uh, community. Yes. Yeah, somebody actually did post on the Facebook page. This is actually really cool. I can't see if I can get their name, but they had every single. Space Knight, except the Super Rare Prime. And if my computer wants to load, I'm giving a shout-out here, because I was like, yeah, Chris will like that. They basically got all the Space Knights tracked down. You just need that. Bro, I only like to get the uh, common and uncommon Space Knights over here. That's it. Past that's really just, it's too much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a... a Why, WizKids? You gave me ten duplicates in this brick. You couldn't have just given me the other two uh, Space Knights that I needed? Come on. Uh, Nick Haberman getting them Space Knights. I like that he was giving us a shout-out on the Space Knights, man. I always like that. So, yeah, right that'll, be, that'll wrap it up for Community. Uh, okay, well, we have no birthdays this week, so if you would like an official Arabian Dial H for Heroflix, happy birthday. Make sure that you get in touch with us. Let us know whose birthday it is, when their birthday is. We'll give you a shout-out on the podcast, as well as don't forget that you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, at Dial H for Heroclix, that's the number four on Facebook. Just search us out at Dial H for Heroclix. And if you want to give us uh, any any suggestions for casual comparisons and stuff like that when we're not trying to rush through some of this stuff, uh, like we were tonight. I don't even know how long tonight's episode was, but I feel like it was just as long as it normally is. Probably, sadly. Hmm. Okay, well, that worked out. 
<laughs> Dang all it. right. Okay. So well, that's if, all I got. If we're good, I can reset here. Stylish yep. Pure Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Pure Clicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Bye, guys. Happy trails. Mutt, 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 mutt.